0: From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast, presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. It is Wednesday, June 8th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. In Columbus, the Franklin County Sheriff's Office was involved in a fatal shooting last night. It happened about a mile north of John Glenn Columbus International Airport. ONN's Olivia Eugenio reports. The sheriff's office saying the shooting involving deputies happened at a Sunoco gas station near Stelzer and Agler. They say there were SWAT deputies doing surveillance on a suspect in a double homicide that happened last Tuesday. They say shots were fired and a weapon was recovered from the suspect. The sheriff's office says the suspect was pronounced dead at the scene shortly after 7 o'clock. Olivia Eugenio, off Stelzer Road. A woman was killed and her husband critically injured in the fiery crash of a helicopter yesterday at their home in western Ohio. ONN's Dave James has more. It happened at about 9.40 in the morning near Greenville, 40 miles northwest of Dayton near the Indiana border. The Dark County Sheriff's Office says 34-year-old Charles Zimmer was flown to Miami Valley Hospital with life-threatening injuries. His wife, 35-year-old Krista, was pronounced dead at the scene. The Federal Aviation Administration and National Transportation Safety Board are investigating. Dave James, ONN News. During a press conference yesterday, Cleveland Mayor Justin Bibb said that the city is examining measures that can be taken to increase gun safety. He also made an impassioned plea to Congress to pass common-sense gun laws following a series of mass shootings across the country in recent weeks. It's madness right now that a majority of Americans support background checks red flag laws, raising the age to buy a gun in this country to 21. So I'm encouraging everybody in this city to call their member of Congress, and I'm pleading Congress to take real action, particularly in the U.S. Senate, to pass some form of gun legislation. At that same press conference, Cleveland's interim chief of police, Wayne Drummond, became emotional as he discussed a 10-year-old Cleveland boy who was killed in an accidental shooting on Sunday night. Here's a 10-year-old that's dead. His family life has changed forever. And I just, you know, life has to go on, and we all know that. You know, so as a police officer for 33 years, I'm thinking to myself, what can I do, what can we do collectively to, to... prevent those things from happening. Cleveland has seen 495 people shot and 61 homicides so far this year. Ohio's most notorious mass killer is dead. ONN's Steve Vaughn has the story. James Rupert killed 11 members of his family, including eight children, during an Easter Day massacre in Hamilton back in 1975. The late John Holcomb was the county prosecutor at the time. One of the most tragic and one of the most heinous and evil crimes in the history of this county. And uh, after wiping out that many people, he should certainly spend all of his days behind bars. Holcomb during a 1996 interview, Rupert was serving a life sentence when he passed away over the weekend at the Corrections Medical Center. He was 88. Steve Vaughn, ONN. Federal investigators say Akron-based Goodyear not only knew its tires could cause crashes, but failed to do anything about it for 20 years. More on this from ONN's Yolanda Harris. Investigators said the company still wouldn't issue a recall after an investigation found tire failure caused crashes that killed eight people and injured 69 between the years of 1998 and 2009. The tires in question were for RVs and made between 1996 and 2003. A recall is now underway. I'm Yolanda Harris. A Port Clinton man has been endorsed by former President Donald Trump for Congress in a district that covers the area from Toledo to Cleveland along Lake Erie. ONN's Melissa Andrews reports. Trump is backing Republican J.R. Majewski, who's running against Representative Marcy Kaptur. The Air Force veteran gained national attention two years ago when he painted his yard with a giant banner that read, Trump 2020, keep America great. President Trump's endorsement is the most coveted endorsement that a Republican could get, and uh, I'm highly appreciative that he sees our campaign as one that's going to win. And he's willing to come in and and help us in the 9th District take the seat back from R.C. I'm Melissa Andrews. The LeBron James Family Foundation announced plans for a community-based primary care center in downtown Akron called I-Promise Health Quarters. It will offer medical, dental, and optometry support, mental health services, and a reduced-cost pharmacy. It'll be within walking distance of the I-Promise school. From toilet paper to yogurt to corn chips, manufacturers are quietly shrinking package sizes without lowering prices. ONN's Tracy Townsend has more. It's a practice known as shrinkflation, and it's accelerating worldwide. In the U.S., a small box of Kleenex now has 60 tissues. A few months ago, it had 65 In the U.K., Nestle slimmed down coffee tins from 100 grams to 90 grams. Shrinkflation isn't new, but it proliferates in times of high inflation as companies grapple with rising costs for ingredients, packaging, labor, and transportation. I'm Tracy Townsend. Work is being done behind the scenes to prepare Ohioans for lots of ways to bet on sports next year. ONN's Mark Namick explains. The official kickoff is January 1st. Wagers can be placed on mobile devices, in person at casinos, racinos, and some arenas and stadiums, and on kiosks at potentially thousands of bars. The Ohio Casino Control Commission is writing most of the rules and handing out the limited number of betting licenses. More than 90% of bets are expected to be placed through online and mobile betting sites, also known as sportsbooks, such as FanDuel and DraftKings. Ohio's law caps the number of mobile sportsbooks at 25. I'm Mark Namick. And some Ohioans will have no excuse if they can't find a fun way to celebrate Father's Day this year, at least according to one jewelry company that named Cleveland as the best U.S. city to celebrate the holiday. The Colorado-based Shane Company conducted a study based on so-called dad-approved offerings, like the number of steakhouses, breweries, sporting events, and hardware stores in a city. The company also ranked Toledo in 12th place and Cincinnati at 16th. Special thanks to our affiliates WBNS TV in Columbus, WTOL TV in Toledo, and WKYC TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.